0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, July seventh, two thousand twenty-two. Today on the Ether, Juno Spaces, chatting about cosmos and Juno. Let's take a listen. Hey guys,
1: uh, just give me a sec. Uh, let everybody come in, and then uh, we'll get it going on. We'll get the show on the roll. All right, all right. Just you know, just kind of. Uh, I was a little nervous earlier, but uh, the upgrade and the bug uh but after reading some of the tweets i guess everything is fine
2: yeah from my understanding it was a cosmos upstream bug yeah so uh, hey jake
3: what's going on guys sorry i was doing a couple of other things yeah
4: oh cool hey, hey everybody how's it going
3: <laughs> going good who uh who do we have on do we know who we have on the juno spaces account right now is it welding
1: or- yeah it's it's welding yeah. cool um Anyways, so, uh, let me just, uh, get an introduction.
3: I don't know if you're trying to talk to, you know, spaces, your mic is not picking it up.
5: It sounds fine to me.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I can't hear. All right. I'll be back. Let me restart my Twitter. Okay. Sorry, guys.
2: Yeah, I had to leave and then come back also. It's being buggy today. Okay. All
1: right. Um, uh, if anybody wants to speak, um, just request and I'll invite you up. Um, so I just want to introduce this space. Um, this space will be used to discuss projects being built, new upgrades, weekly governance, and just conversations about Juno. As you all know, there is no Twitter account or space dedicated to solely talk about Juno. So I've created this space for the community by the community so we can talk about Juno and what's going on. So um, with big projects such as Ultra Stable on Juno, Loop, Howl, Pubmos. Lavana, selena.ai, Dowdow, Juno swap, passage and many, many more. Um, you know, I feel like this is very necessary to have and talk about every week. Um, I just came to the conclusion that we need a space that is just for Juno and the community so we can talk about these game changers that will soon be heavy hitters in the Cosmos ecosystem. So um what I want to get started on is the upgrade and um d- you know, other than the bug, like what is interchain accounts really good for? And why is it good on Juno?
3: I can speak on what interchain accounts means to like a layman like me and to the average user. Um, definitely not equipped to speak on the technicals. Maybe Jake can fill in there, but I could start with that if you want.
1: Sure. That'd be great. Um, or if Jacob, if you want to come up yeah, because... kick us off. And also Jacob, you should come up here.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. To, to, to me as like a non dev interchain accounts and someone who's getting into dev stuff slowly. It's sort of uh, what we've been waiting for in terms of these sovereign separate chains being able to work together trustlessly as far as, like, smart contracts go and, and dapps apps Yes. Hello, Jacob.
6: Hey, how you doing?
3: Doing great. Hey. Pleasure to have you with us. What's up, Jacob? Oh,
6: not too much. How are you, Jake?
4: I mean, like my morning could have gotten off to a better start. I'm not going to lie, but uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it shit
6: happens. Um, yeah, shit happens. You, know, you know, I'm just like, impressed that we have people like ready for the next block already. That's amazing actually.
4: Yeah, no, I I think um, honestly like shout outs to Notional, shout out to Strangelove, sh- uh, shout out to Needlecast, Joe Abbey, Blockpain, like all those validators are doing like the hard work to like, Get this this chain back up, and I, I think we're honestly pretty optimistic that it's going to be back up like within an hour or so. Like this is
6: like yeah, you guys I'm, I'm with you on Really that. come together. Uh, it, look, it, it's it's super, uh, and guys, it was it was Needlecast that wrote the patch, um, and like basically we ingested this this upstream bug, and uh, yeah, now it's fixed up. But if if you guys wanted to hear about like interchain accounts. Um, I mean I'm happy to, to to go into maybe instead of getting like too damn technical, right? I, I could go into like what it'll enable because it does I think it enables some really interesting user experiences. Tell us more. Sure. Okay. So um, I'd like to hear about use cases. Yeah. All right. First of all, I believe that this this version of was that?
4: Oh, I was, I was saying, ahead. I think Go we ahead. should okay. let's let's clear up the upgrade stuff and then maybe like move on to entertain accounts. Clear up the upgrade,
6: okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, well, I, I don't have too much more to say about the upgrade. How about you?
4: I mean, I think there's really not too much more to say about it. So let's close it out. But yeah, like I think we're going to be back up within an hour. Like there's a fix that's out. Like People are doing the last round of sanity checking and testing. And we already have some nodes back online. And I think uh, I already saw a release tagged. So that's great. Um, to me, though, I think that this, again, highlights the need for like how do we structure ourselves as a decentralized community. It's one thing to have like a core team that manages like the software release process and does all the checking and vetting. Um, I contrast this with my experience with Stargaze, where we have the lovely. Jorge Hernandez, who is like seriously greatest of all time. Like, just such a solid runner. Like, Stargaze has zero downtime. He like just lives in that GitHub for the Cosmos SDK and you know, not affected like this, you know. Um, so like, this could have been avoided even though we we did test it on test. Yeah,
6: I wanted to ask, when, when, when you guys went, when you did your V6 upgrade, did you avoid it by being on forty-five-six? Is that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's so. That's what I said to block creators a minute ago. Like, this is something that I think that that hell. I mean, I I put forty-five-six on Gaia today, and I I felt awful when I looked at the um the issue with Juno. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's that <laughs> um. And guys, to, to give maybe the audience a little bit of context on this, so version seven of Juno was cut about two weeks ago now. But in the intermediary time, there was an issue identified in the SDK. I think by the Bitcana team. And and guys, I actually want to say, like, um, you know, we may think they're just stoners, but let me tell you, those stoners are really great programmers. They're a um, cool
3: team, for sure. I will second that.
6: Yeah. I, all, all my interactions with them have been super. In fact, uh, the um, state sync script that I propagated around the ecosystem, um, it actually began with them. They got a little credit in it and actually there are numerous repos. I was like, this this is just an evolution of BitCana's work. Um, and uh, They found something I think when attempting an upgrade. Um so basically though, one thing I want to start doing is is had I done a review of the code, not from the because I did review this code, but not from the time that we cut the release, but instead, literally like on the day of the release. Like if I'd looked through the code today, I would have changed Cosmos SDK. Forty-five four to forty-five six, um, and uh, yeah, this is this is where blockchain coding gets a little bit more like interpretive dance, frankly.
4: Yeah, it's it's tough, um, and you know it is unfortunate because we did test it in testnet and um, that worked fine. So we were confused today when it didn't when it didn't work. Um, I don't know. To me, I keep coming back to like processes and how we can like, like. I really Demi and I have been like brainstorming about this for a while, but this is like yet another instance where I feel like we really need to like prioritize like some changes ASAP. I, I think there needs to be a core development sub DAO. I think they need to have a lot of funds to like pay people like well to like work on this stuff and ensure uptime. I think there should be incentives. Like if there's a like failed upgrade or whatever, I don't think you know. I think they should. Should like not be like get all the funds that they might get otherwise? You know, they should have some skin in the game and incentives to perform correctly, um, which is kind of what we're working on. Like, how do we structure all that? But you know, they like, frankly, we need we need people like you, Jacob, and we need more of your time. And time costs money. And everyone's you know running this as a side project that they love. But you know, um, so yeah, going forward, I think we we can kind of close this out and talk about how interchain accounts are so exciting, but. know i do really want to like think and and kind of review our processes in in light of this like because we could have caught
6: it i i'd I'd love to have you're you're absolutely right though we totally could have caught it and and that's um you know that that's a that's a slap in the old man parts right um so you know and, and one of the things that i really like about when we've done stuff with Juno is you know there's no denialism on that like it's just like yes we literally could have and that's that and that's that's really big to me. I think that is gonna benefit us a lot in terms of improving processes. Um with interchain accounts um okay so I mean where where to even begin right uh so like I will do my very best at distillation, but please, if anybody like if I get too technical, stop me. So actually it was two gentlemen on the Notional team, uh Kang and Wong, uh, who added um ICA support to Cosmwasm. And this lets you do some kind of unexpected stuff. Somebody with a correctly configured controller chain, just for example uh they could launch a contract on the controller chain they could launch a contract on juno uh and then those contracts could talk to each other and you know everybody in the audience i just want to say that in fact this this is the thing that's always excited me most about juno it's the reality that like i actually you know screw, screw Juno for a second cousin not it's the reality that these contracts can do ibc natively Right. So what we'll have is, you know, we're we're tracking Juno toward like being a reference implementation. Right. And what that means is that we want Juno to as closely as possible mirror the upstream repository called Blossom D. And um basically, you know, we've always wanted Juno to be fully permissionless, sort of like a playground. For all of these new concepts that you can explore with cosmology that weren't possibly, you know, weren't previously possible to build, I want to describe uh, a software test that is really one of my favorites in the Cosm-Losem right repo. It's called Ping Pong. Uh, this software test it it simulates uh, a game of ping pong uh, between two players and You see, these players can be contracts on different chains. And of course, it's just a ball going back and forth, ping and pong and ping and pong. And um, what this means, though, is that with ICA enabled on Juno, other Cosmosm-enabled chains are going to be able to make changes uh, to Juno's state by accessing uh contracts on Juno and also be able to call contracts on Juno probably the most interesting part of this is we do not know where this goes over time um what what I mean by we don't know where this goes over time is that this is actually unexplored territory for smart contract design generally um before working on Juno I personally did not have a ton of smart contract experience. I had deployed a few smallish contracts on Ethereum, uh, mainly uh, there, was, there was like an ERC-20, and I built a thing that, uh, that, that interacted uh, with Uniswap uh, with that. And it was very interesting, but what we're doing now is actually leading into this entire new design space, where you might think of Juno as a computer, and then you think of other chains in the cosmos network as other computers you think of contracts on juno as programs and those programs can talk to other programs on other chains just the way uh i don't know you know i'm dating myself here but um you guys remember what was that Napster. you Napster. Know, you you your Napster would connect to somebody else's Napster, and now you can download MP3 files. More fun, um, more. What was that?
2: LimeWire was my thing.
6: Yeah, LimeWire. Okay. Yeah, but, but exactly that. So, like, you know, the contracts on Juno uh, will be able to talk directly to contracts on other CW-enabled chains, um, and then you know make make calls on them in addition to that there are probably opportunities in liquid staking too i i wish i wish the pupper spoke english um but you know the pupper doesn't speak english um yeah we need
2: to get a translator you know
6: app we really do we really do like i mean well you know the pupper's already got a translator app they got that gpt translator but i you know the thing is i don't think the pupper like has a voice right it's just uh just so you know you you
1: know for Cosmo contracts basically this is uh this is uh detrimental uh to uh basically this is a good thing for cosmosm contracts to have ACA because as the future goes and there's more money coming to Juno uh they can float around different chains in Cosmos is that what you're
6: saying Well, it's a little bit more than just money. It's programmability. Um, So actually, the thing that excites me most about ICA is that we go way beyond just moving tokens around.
1: Okay, okay.
4: Yeah, I think uh, Cosmosm is already a better, like, smart contracting, like, framework and environment than, like, EVM. You can already do a lot of things that aren't possible. But you know what you really can not do with like Solidity is you cannot do interchain programs. You can't, you don't have this low level access to IBC. Um, and that, I think we're only just about to see like the beginnings of that. Like the way I think about it, I think about it in the context of Dao, Dao. And so what interchain accounts mean for Dao, Dao is that a Dao on Juno can launch an NFT series on Stargaze. Or a DAO and Juno can take its treasury and LP it on osmosis to get staking rewards. Or a DAO on Juno can um, swap tokens on Secret Network. Um, like those are all like really really cool things. And you know I think uh, I don't know if you guys are all familiar with like Yearn Finance, but I think that we're just at like the really early phase of like possible with contracts. And I think in the future we'll see things like a Cosmos version of Yearn Finance. Where you have like all this composability that's enabled by all these different cosmwasm chains. And you'll be able to write smart contracts that you know tie that all together to like create interesting like yield farming strategies. Um,
1: yeah, super stoked.
6: Stuff that composable fine. I agree.
1: Interesting. That's amazing. Really amazing. Uh meet, did you have a question or something? Okay. Anyways. Um, so yeah, back to ACA. Uh that's that's really impressive, and I would love to see something like urine finance on Cosmos. Psh, man, that uh, I can't wait to see these Cosmosm contracts just blow up. It's it's insane how early we are. But uh, today I was on a uh, I was on passage, and I was trying to mint, and this whole upgrade was happening, and then this bug happened, and uh, kind of bummed out.
2: <laughs> I totally forgot that was going on, like right now
1: yeah you know with passage this whole marketplace i guess you can buy an nft you uh has it you can have it as a character you can resell it or you can wait for the game to come along and you can play as that character that's just like you know for something like that to be made on uh cosmos and to be made uh on juno the marketplace it's amazing so you know the technically wise you know everything that's coming to juno i mean and we're still early so you know i'm it, i'm just super excited super blown away and this is only a beginning for juno and for everything in cosmos yeah totally
4: uh kevin can probably speak to some of the really awesome projects that are coming but oh my gosh there's like it's almost starting to get, get to the point where i can't even list them all now
5: yeah, yeah I, well, we I need
4: timmy to do a new infograph
5: yeah seriously <laughs> i can speak now that our uh we're we're synced back up so we're we're uh, oni's uh in in the fray finally on, on uh, the chain. So it's looking good. I think we're at 56% right now. Got to get that chain up. So yeah, there's a ton of projects coming to Juno, which is really exciting. Um, And they're going to thoroughly enjoy a running blockchain in very short order. Um, So yeah, in the, in the past few weeks, I mean, we've just had, uh, you know, not just through the Terra developer fund, um, although we've had an enormous track, traction on that front but just you know kind of satellite projects coming into the space that uh, are building out newly and uh, in fact i see some of them in the chat here we've got really cool nft projects and games coming we just got an announcement the other day that Lavana is bringing their levana dragons and nfts to juno and possibly some really fun games for everyone and loop is making a lot of progress and bringing their NFT marketplace and Dex and a bunch of other really cool tools to the space. So I think even though uh, we're very much uh, involved in all of these conversations, it can be hard to even keep track of everyone who's moving over. Uh, it seems that it's uh, another project <laughs> just about every day. And there's things that have been announced that I find out about on Twitter, um, you know, like Ultra and what have you. So the, the pace of development has been incredible. Uh, to see. And I think that that's something that we really want to bolster further and try to make this something where the community can benefit from all of these projects and that we can continue to invest in development resources and whether that be core development stuff, like Jake is saying, where we've got people who can just be dedicated in a doubt, like making sure that the chain is actually like running really well, because that's such an important job. And it can be done in a decentralized way so long as it's actually organized and like put forward. So I think that's super important. Um, you know, having people who are in charge of like business development and bringing projects into the space and like making sure that we're using community funding like really well and, and, uh, ensuring that we kind of keep the community pool really healthy while incentivizing projects to come to the space. Like, I think that's super important. And Dowdow is, a really really important tool for making that happen because we have this decentralized community so we've got to organize it somehow and the only way to do that is through a decentralized autonomous organization right so i think that's really really cool that we're starting to see this DAOs all the way down mentality actually come into a working state uh, and build an organization in a decentralized manner like a lot of people have talked about DAOs in the past but Um, you know, it's usually DAO and name only, and uh, ends up being a very centralized entity that just sort of does its thing. Um, I think this is the first time I've seen at least a a really functioning methodology of that that can run an entire chain and be at the control of the community, which is like the coolest thing ever.
4: Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, One of the things I'm so, so excited for is just like, we're starting to talk with like, I think, like the first parts of like the investment ecosystem that's being built out on Juno, um, so like investment DAOs are like a big part of that. Like people coming together, starting a DAO, investing in projects. Um, we have launch pads, yeah. pads coming. We have multiple launch pads coming, which is great. Like you know, I think it's really important for us to use community funds to like help start projects and help uh, incubate like public goods on on Juno, so that we can like build a huge healthy ecosystem. But you know, definitely getting in like ways for like you know projects to like raise like private capital to whether through like launch pads like doing things like idos or um dow up is coming back and like it's going to be better than ever um, excited about that um but yeah like building out this whole like kind of like investment dow like launch pad ecosystem i think is going to be really important for juno because um, we already have a pretty great community of of devs, and if we can connect those devs to, to funding, we're going to see more quality projects launched. And then, if we see more quality projects launched, we're going to see more investors enter the space, and then that starts a virtuous cycle because you know more investors means like more dev interest, and then that means more projects launching, and that means you know, well, it just goes on and on.
1: So, does that mean uh, we can get another constitution now? <laughs>
4: Yeah, constitution is something that I definitely would like to keep working on. Um actually like doubt out some alpha but is launching really soon. Like like very very soon. Um and uh we've been working on our constitution actually. Um and so I'm hoping that like that might be like a good at least like starting point, um but we really need um you know there needs to be like a group that's like really dedicated and like interested in those kinds of issues um but yeah i'll uh share the doubt out constitution when it's ready i think there's probably a lot there we could also use for juno as well and we're working with some we're working with like actual lawyers on it which is crazy um i mean they're crypto lawyers but uh, it's good to have like diverse perspectives you know um making making sure that you know we want to like we don't want to sacrifice on being like the cool thing about juno is this community run chain there's going to be other like you know permissionless cosmosum chains but like really the magic part of this is like the token distribution um, where like, you know, especially after we we fixed the initial issue with the airdrop, um, you know, like there's not like, there's not like large holders the way there are for like, I mean, there are large holders, but like, you know, many networks have like single individuals that have like over 10% of the network or over 5% of the network or 3%, like, and, you know, we're pretty lucky in that we have this like pretty great distribution and this like community that's like really second to none and we like really embrace governance and like the DAO first mentality and i think that that like is just such a strong thing and you know all those tokens that would have gone to investors are in the hands of the community in the hands of the community pool and like and we make sure that you know it's important for us to make sure that those go to like developers and and people building like valuable projects that like actually make juno uh, valuable in the first place um and I, i think that you know i know like archway is coming out but you know they've raised so much money it's like where did all those tokens go to you know um i think it's always best to like i think the way juno has emerged is like Just so cool. I don't know, maybe Jacob has some things
7: to say there, but... (laughs) I'm going to note that I really dislike Archway's website. I wish they would change it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I I think uh, Juno doesn't have anything to worry about, but that's my opinion. I think the community is there. I think it's only going to get stronger. As more dApps, more applications, more uh, people come along, it's only going to get stronger, and that's just how I feel. But um, I, I have a question, Jake. Have you ever thought about doing a token for DowDow?
4: Uh, yeah, of course. There's going to be one that's coming like maybe next week.
1: <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And you know where that token's going to be? Gino. <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> uh I think, Krip, did you have a question?
2: Or did you want to talk? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you guys' day is all going well. Uh, I just kind of want to chime in a little bit uh, and also add Amongst everything that you guys have already said on, on you know, why I believe in Juno, why I think it's going to be absolutely fine and you know all the great potential that it does have, um, have you guys noticed, I think it was ju- just breaking a few minutes ago, that Solana now is facing a lawsuit and uh, claims that it is uh, a security. And I don't think Juno has anything to worry about, just basically because of the things that we were just speaking of with the token distribution and whatnot. I'm an investor through and through. And I love uh, smart money and 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 making conservative plays. And when I saw Juno in the crypto space, uh, even before it launched, I was so bullish on it just for the fact of this is one of the few times you can literally almost count all of your ducks and say, for sure, again, I don't know because who knows, right? I'm not a crypto lawyer. I just spoke to my regular lawyers. But I'm pretty sure, and so are they, that Juno doesn't have anything to fear in regards to those kind of allegations i'm sure there's going to be attempts at it but
4: yeah no i mean I'm, i'm gonna push back on this a little bit i'm gonna say you're right i think we have a lot less to fear than basically any other crypto project i don't think you know these unfortunately these laws are extremely vague and who knows how they'll decide to enforce them there's a lot of uncertainties um i mean you could kind of argue that everything is a security um and but you know what like there if if the SEC is a big bear that's chasing us um you know some people are running from the bear faster than others and the fact that you know there was no pre-sale there was no token sale like they like you know that the fact that it's like very decentralized in terms of like ownership it's not like a VC kind of Ponzi scheme because like VC is just like legalized Ponzi schemes let's be real um,
3: it's funny because I feel like, on the other hand, from my understanding and what I know within the crypto space, Solana is like the definition of a security, like it's all right. boxes
2: and, and I agree. I did not agree with you what you're saying. Like, there's going to be attempts. Like I was saying, there, there definitely is going to be attempts from from the government and and, and you know, because it's it is right now. It's all it's all gray area to them. But yeah, I mean, I just kind of want to point that out.
4: I think it's a good point. I mean, again, we're like. In terms of like people that would like or chains that would actually be targeted, like you can just instantly think of like a hundred others that like have just way worse violations. Like you know, like Juno Token was given out for free. Were, were wrestlers harmed by that? Were they harmed by the airdrop? Like I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. say it's like completely it's, safe. That's basically because for... we live in a crazy world. But I'd say it's a lot safer than like a lot of other options in crypto.
5: Yeah, basically, like for, for those who are unfamiliar, typically there's this wonderful thing called the Howey test, which is what the Supreme Court, you know, made a judgment on. And it's basically how they determine if something is considered a security or not in the United States. So it's like four criteria, which is, is it an investment of money? That was made right so there's an investment contract if somebody invests money in it like a pre-sale is it in common enterprise is it with the expectation of profit and is it to be derived from the efforts of others which if you can think of more vague phrasing that exists in the world please let me know Um, but i think it's quite purposefully vague because it's much easier for them to pursue things uh, under vagueness so the biggest thing is usually Uh, They look at was there like seed funding and was there an investment of money at the outset? And quite uniquely, even in the cosmos, um, there was no pre-sale on Juno. It was provided by free and and therefore there's no initial investors uh, to claim harm. I mean, it's a community run project. And for that reason, it's quite unique in that sense, which is a cool thing uh citizen
1: uh do you want to go ahead and ask your question or
5: yeah first of all
7: uh congratulations on launching juno space i i love it <laughs> i just found out so thank you, you. <laughs> on july july just right now um on in term the on the um solana case i just posted that on on my ando and citizen uh but uh it's more more serious than you you guys might think, um, because I have been the lead uh, plaintiff in a class action lawsuit against Kraken in 2017 that we settled uh, one, but only got one percent back. Uh, in 2019, it took two years, and so I had to I had to sit through two years of legal torture. Like I don't recommend anybody go through that. Uh, and dealing with uh, Jesse Powell, the CEO of uh, Kraken. Um, and we all know, like he was, like the guy who helped out Vitalik, giving, you know, room and board service when it, when they were out in California when Vitalik didn't have any money and things. And so I'm grateful for that. But in person to person, when when we're dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars, everything goes out the door at those uh, web three at those you know decentralization whatever. It's just purely about money for these guys, right? So, um, it like the two years like I, like through the process uh, the. Like it all, it is going to all end up in settlement. It's not going to be like in the court, you know, guilty or not guilty kind of thing. So all these decentralized projects and and and, and Juno, I'm 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 very uh, comfortable, uh, is uh, because it started out as a completely decentralized project, uh, give, giving away its tokens for free. There is no commerce involved, so I feel really uh, good about that. But when it settles, ultimately at the end. You're, you're basically dealing with uh, a retired judge that is collecting $25,000 a day, right? So they, so they make more money in retirement uh, to be arbitrator and to be uh, essentially an abiding judge uh, to settle the, uh, settle the issues at hand. And, and I think uh, Kevin mentioned the uh, uh, Dewey test and the, you know, they bring all that stuff up, but really ultimately it's all arbitrary, right? And because uh, SEC. And federal government still has not done their job to standardize. And uh, I think EU uh, just came out with the standard uh, regulation. So maybe U.S. will finally follow. But in terms of getting sued, and I posted the dangers of uh, Cosmos Network right now with the validator concentration, that's also a potential uh, issue. So (laughs) jokingly, I was going to send a tweet to Bucky and say, hey, you know, uh, Jay Quan is completely out of the picture. He's coming back, but you know he's not going to get sued. If so, worst case scenario, like, and I know all the leaders at Cosmos Network is just burnt out. Like when I when I hear Zaki and all these uh, people talk, I get worried because I also have a mental wellness expertise, right? And for the last five years, I've been studying that. And people in the um, computer science, especially in Web three, uh, because of the craziness of the wealth in the crypto space suffers extremely from that. So Zaki, had, Zaki has agreed to come on a, my new Twitter uh, space that I'm gonna create this, uh, this month. So, and I'm, but I'm hoping that Jay would come on first in terms of uh, chronology. Um, so that when uh, Juno space like you could kind of drill down into the nitty gritties of uh, focus subject matters and topics, that pertains to educational uh, and learning matters for the newcomers, as you know. I could focus on more of a step back, bigger picture, uh, generalized application of Web3 as a whole without the biases of, you know, I, you know, I own like 20 community uh, and support 20 communities on blockchain. So I have no brand specific uh, on my space. Uh, I don't post uh, Cosmos logos and things like that. So the whole point is to be neutral, as uh, Zaki likes to say, credible and neutral. Um so that we could bring in more general public into the web space in general. And obviously I'll be um uh doing my best to guide them to the most decentralized projects.
4: Sounds great. We'd be happy to join. Um just to touch on a few things you said, and then I'd really like to talk about like more fun things than like you know, the shadow of potential regulation like hanging over us and like um just yeah, to touch on a few things. Um, the number of validators is, like, something that can and will be improved. That there there are, like, they're on the roadmap for Tendermint. And, like, you know, we, we can make the Cosmos SDK a lot better and get, you know, larger validator sets. Um, there's an effort needed to make for that to happen. And I really would urge you as all community members, like, keep pushing the leaders of the Cosmos to, like, make this a priority. Because, like, in in some ways, like number of validators doesn't matter. Like um like like look at ETH2 staking. It's actually more concentrated than any Cosmos network. Um, but half they, of their like, validators run on AWS. The way people think about it is that like there's you know tens of thousands of validators. Um, you know, how much of the stake is like owned by like one entity? Doesn't really matter. Like the number that they, you know, focus on is like yeah, number of validators. Um, I think that there's a lot we can do to like really improve this and that work is happening. And I've talked with like other Cosmos founders, like uh, Dave from Osmosis and you know, there's some pretty low hanging fruit that we could use to improve that. And we should really work on that and really push for that as a community. Um, I think the other thing I was going to say is like, yeah, that sounds like a great space. I'd love to like check it out and like join at some point. Um, and yeah, I think that that's I it. That. Like, I, I don't know. Do we want to talk more about like, regulation stuff like can i share it's, some it's kind of like news there's a lot of, of uncertainty regulatory and...
5: stuff real quick
4: oh sure Jake, let's go
5: just i figured this would be a just to you know lift the mood out of regulation uh we have blocks on the blockchain ladies and gentlemen we oh, are yeah. making blocks oh yeah
1: yes thank you i was gonna say that i was you know i I just got a message right now and they see yes, that's that's uh impressive yes
5: there you go. Some good, some
4: good news. I also just think the regulation stuff will like sort itself out. Like I'm rooting for Solana. In um, like any cases, like just like I, you know, rooted for like XRP, even though I hate XRP the chain. But you know, like I think that, um, you know, I think this stuff will work itself out. And there's already legal jurisdictions that are are much more friendly. Um, I mean, it'll take time. And the worst part is just the uncertainty. But, like, I'm I'm actually more certain. I think crypto is more transparent and actually better for regulators than our existing financial system, where everything just lives in a wall of opaque spreadsheets and shell corporations. And, like, you know, it'll just take time for pe- regulators and such to, like, become comfortable with it and, you know, um really just sort of understand it and it's going to take years and it, the uncertainty sucks but you know we're going to make it through and the reason we will is cuz i just fundamentally believe that better technology wins and like you know like cryptographic ledgers are better technology than excel spreadsheets like you can verify that the data is correct and like all these like big four like auditing companies like they make mistakes all the time and like
7: it's crazy yeah. that they try to fight progress so hard like history does not treat people who fight progress very well totally
4: anyway let's let's talk about something else there's so much more fun stuff to talk about Blocks. Uh, kind
6: of let's talk about blocks <laughs> we have blocks guys i'm watching the blocks right now it's beautiful
1: so does this mean i get to admit my passage 3d character <laughs> yes
6: yeah, you, get on that you now do like get now. to <laughs> make your passage 3d character uh, that that should now be possible. If it's what not is, possible now, it be possible in about fifteen minutes. What is block? Uh, well, uh, around here, block can refer to block creators, the roller coaster guy, and uh, it can also refer to segments of the chain that last about six seconds.
7: Oh no. Uh, I th- sorry. I thought you were talking about another project. Sorry about
6: that. <laughs> oh no no we have we have blocks. We're making blocks again and, and and it's nice. It's happy. Uh that's all I'm just I'm 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 staring at, at our validator node right now. Um I, if you know if only can't there, can't uh, other validators don't know how easy to have it. Yeah?
7: Uh, Jacob, I sent you the request to, uh, I know Kevin uh, Garrison agreed uh, to chat with me, um, and uh, I sent you a request to uh, sit down and talk with me in space. Oh, today. To. i I want to do it more in, uh, like, I was inspired by uh, Kevin's uh, camera, right, he has on his uh, icon, because I, I was, uh, uh, I became, uh, not only did I become accidental whale back in 2017, I became accidental producer of a film. In my 20s. And so when I saw Kevin Garrison's uh, film camera on his shoulder, I was like, you know, this is what we need more of. And I know like Kevin currently is uh, busy as a validator. So, and I have all the time in the world. So I could kind of take up that mantle and maybe um, host a storytelling sto- uh, session. Uh, and I want to kind of make it like a time capsule, uh, like a memoir almost uh, of individual. Um, that are in Web3 space um, in, instead of kind of uh, getting into the weeds. I, I want to talk about the person and their story, and it will also help me to be a better listener.
6: Interesting. Well, dude, I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to. I, I have a pretty weird story, but I'll, I'll save that for, like, uh, when we talk, Okay. So um, when you are
1: saying what is blocks, um, he was referring to the chain halt. Uh, chain halt just happened a little while ago. I think it was only 30 to 45 minutes ago. And um, that was pretty fast. I'm pretty impressed with the progress. Uh, I'm just impressed. I'm happy that everything's back on. Blocks are being made. That's, I'm happy, you know.
5: <laughs> Me oh. too.
7: So we had a, we had a halt you know, again? Is that what's going
6: on? Well, we had a very brief halt um but but yes we halted how long did it there was an issue in the upgrade uh, half an hour maybe no no it was more than that well less less than a day this time right so that's that's
7: improvement from last time so that's getting better that sounds good
4: uh i mean we already talked about this a little bit but i'll just cover it again for people joining lately you know um we we can we can definitely do better um processes like it's hard to run a decentralized community like it's much easier to run things if you have a company and a core team um, but you know we're working on improving our processes, and every time something like this happens, like things get a little bit better like um for example, like we had the the when we got attacked, and like we were down for a lot longer then um, but like since then we've like had a really great process for implementing security patches, and like those have gone like you know kind of flawlessly and Um, that's really important. Um, we're doing a lot of work and I think that this is like another, we were already kind of exploring this work and this is just another motivation to do it is we're, you know, really putting an effort to like build processes and frankly, a core development sub DAO to really own the process of like core software development and the release process and the testing process and making sure that those people are well-funded so they can do a really good job and be very, very thorough and meticulous in like how we release new upgrades to the chain. Because like this was a little bit tricky, but you know we should have caught it. We really should have caught it. Um, and you know we can do better. Um, at the same time, like big shout out to like string validator Abby. Um,
5: I think you're cutting out Jake. You right when you were giving props to everyone asked
4: to Joe. Um thank thank those guys yeah you're still cutting out anyway um i've got a question what project are people most excited for what projects are people most uh, excited
1: you for? know i think one that i'm excited for is spark ibc uh you know I, I was in a space yesterday and uh what they are explaining and what they are doing i think this is a uh, good for the future of developers and um i think they're very underrated and um yeah, that space yesterday was very enlightening. Um, that's one that I'm looking out for.
7: For me, it's uh, ThorChain integrating Atom. I think that opens up a wide gate of native tokens onto not just Cosmos ecosystems, but uh, I know, uh, like, Sunny is working on uh, AVEX uh, and ETH, uh, native token integrations behind the scene. So it's, it's all coming, and I'm all excited, especially as I talk to mostly um general public uh trying to get them on board from web 2 to web 3 is going to get much much easier for them.
5: I uh just to cover Jake cuz I think you were cutting out there and I think it's really important like uh, Strange Love, Notional, uh Needlecast, Joe Abbey and Blockpain and Demi, like uh, just everyone from those teams absolutely kicks some ass to get the chain back up so they are very much deserving of your delegations. Highly highly recommend them. They are more than validators. Um, they're just amazing community members. And you can find links to their Twitter on Jake's page. He made a tweet about an hour ago. Um, thank you to those fine folks who are largely responsible for getting to the source of that so quickly. And as far as projects I'm most excited about, I actually have a very uh, interesting one, which is LeapWallet, which I'm personally like most stoked about. Well, I'm very excited um,
1: about that also.
5: Yeah, I just I'm so impressed by the innovation and how quickly they're moving. And I have been using a uh, preview of it, and it's very, very tasty. And I just love how quickly they're integrating with apps and how broadly they're expanding their scope to just make that process frictionless so that people can onboard into the ecosystem really easily and then actually use the ecosystem really easily are they gonna have Um, a staking function in their wallet uh state yeah yeah oh yeah staking they're gonna be doing oh yeah uh, full full. wallet. that's good yeah it's a i know
7: a lot of protocols like leave that part out (laughs) so far
5: yeah, no, there's a staking uh, element. There's governance is really well managed in it. So that like awesome. governance is a lot nicer looking and way cooler, I think. And a mean. lot of like uh, DApp uh, integration. So integrating like Juno Swap and the upcoming Decks and NFT marketplaces like in app.
7: Well, maybe this
2: That's will make awesome.
7: him, like move along with their development a little bit more now that they got some competition.
5: Yeah, competition is super important in the space. Like, you have to have competition to create innovation. So I think it's a really important thing.
7: Hey, Kevin, can you do can us I, a favor? Wait,
5: I want to go next. I want to go. I think, uh, or sorry, it was that a direct
3: follow-up to Kevin? Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad.
7: <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no, it's okay, Timmy. Um, I just wanted to ask Kevin if he could do us a favor and uh, uh, tweet or post uh, the uh, Juno validator he just mentioned verbally because uh, we're all busy and... I think it'll be great help just to see it uh, from a trusted source uh, validator uh, uh, of uh, sort uh, from this kind of community space at Oni. So if you get posted, we'll share, I'll spread it, share it too. Um, and then a quest- quick question on Demi: Didn't he uh, say he's going to start validating because he wants to focus more on development
5: sites? Uh, yes, on that with Demi, and I will totally post links um, and. Yeah, I'll totally do that. And uh, Timmy, what did you want to say? Oh, I just uh, want to talk about
3: the ones I'm excited for, because there's so many. But Jake?
4: Uh, just to so, cover have... on Demi real quick, because, um, yeah. you know, when, when the chain started, like, both Demi and I ran validators to kind of keep tabs on things, but... Um... You know because was a different time back then but you know we've matured a lot and i don't think it makes sense for you know core one to like individually run validators and so like that's a big part of it too you know we're busy we need to focus on other things and frankly we want to make room for the set for like other validators like we kind of like things are a lot more mature now we have a lot more people helping out um you know obviously we're still insanely involved um but yeah, I, I don't think we should be running validators, and so yeah, we're working to make those changes.
7: Yeah, I noticed that Jacob uh, at Notional doesn't run uh, validator at Juno too, and I thought that was a, a great point that you just mentioned because that. He could you guys could focus more on the uh, cortex.
4: All right, Timmy, Tenderman, Timmy, go. What are what are your what are the <laughs> projects you're psyched about?
3: Yeah, sorry for like jumping in there. I just have to actually run at the top of the hour, I have some meetings, and so I definitely wanted to chime in here. There's like a lot of things that are tied for second place for me, but I guess I'd give an honorable shout out to Loop Finance just because I use them on Terra and I love how they are trying to do more than a DEX. They have a whole like education side. So shout out to them. But I think my top one is Howl, who Alum just hopped up here. That's funny. But just because like how much of this ecosystem, this community, what any positive thing about the cosmos, unfortunately or fortunately, whatever, is fairly tied together by Twitter and like Twitter is a huge part of it and so it's not going to be a perfect replacement right off the bat i'm sure it's not going to have like fleshed out spaces but just in time and in any capacity at all i think is like going to have a very special place in the community for people who like are just eager to get into that kind of stuff
8: i'm excited for it
2: that's amazing you popped up here like you planted yeah, in there
8: that was, <laughs> so, <it> was, yeah, <laughs> was wild no i came up to just to threaten timmy he knew he knew if he didn't say that i would have said certain. so <laughs> yeah i was actually just gonna just spark ibc up here he intimidated me <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send you 200 juno after this yeah yeah nice good job
7: and can you post that as well to me uh because uh, i love what uh loop, uh loop guys are doing as well but uh um, yeah i'll post both. yes yeah, so,
1: shout I out know. to simon over cool. there uh real quick can you introduce yourself Callum, and uh let the community know what you what you work on
8: uh yeah i'm i'm callum i kind of just build stuff on juno sort of primarily on dowdow and Howl, which isn't released yet but we're getting really close we're sort of on this last push of it but yeah that's me you can probably find just me sort of around the juno space in general because that's where all my shit is based but yeah so Howl,
6: uh, and yeah.
8: jake jake yeah yeah and spark obviously workshop on saturday i'm running for a cosmosm which is the majority of my expertise and what i was going to say was that uh, yeah jake took me under his wing and sort of gave me and gave me the knowledge to then bring me into the space and yeah i just bring a british accent to the table that's kind of what everyone says
4: Callum is just so awesome he's like just he's so young he's so fresh she, he's like he so people you should you should follow him on Twitter, just follow him. He totally follows totally but
3: yeah, he really just brings a British accent to the table. <laughs> <And then he laughs> pretends I really to cook. go. Um, about hey, that. actually, I gotta run though, guys. This was awesome, and I can't wait for the next one. But
1: yeah. Yeah, same here. Um, thank you, guys, for all showing, and um, this was the best space ever, so I think you Oh, guys- yeah, don't put it down on my account. I mean, no, unless well, you are anything <laughs> to but... No, it is top of the hour, and, you know, I have a lot of stuff to do. I have to get that Passage 3D mint going on, so... <laughs>
7: hey! <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people do.
1: You know, so, but uh, we're going to do this really soon, maybe the weekend or next week, and, um, yeah, if you guys can show up again, i appreciate it, because you guys are the best. You guys are the best.
3: Maybe... But- Maybe run some like polls for times, see what because we have people from all over the world, so it's very hard to pick a good time. But it, maybe we can at least find the least bad time.
1: Yeah, That's four, four for or sure. five o'clock Eastern seems to be okay.
5: Yeah,
1: uh, that works right, for me. I will see. All right.
5: Thanks for uh, thanks for having us on.
1: No, thank you guys, man. You guys are the best. So uh, I'll let you guys know when this happens. But thank you guys, and I'll see you again. Appreciate y'all. Yep. Thank you guys.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the first Juno Spaces, recorded on Thursday, July 7th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When well, we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Playing old and just so we keep it on the one, blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star jokers, living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger, sitting in a little Danny Vision in the middle. Man, listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bub-buh-babillion. Then envision in the middlemen Listen to the fiddle man, Play a little ditty then Talk about how While the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next b b 1000000000 Talk about how While the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion b spaces